0: sharing their stories and expertise to inspire you, help you succeed, and set your soul on fire. If one of your goals for 2020 is to rock your email marketing, then girl, I've got just the thing. Email marketing used to be a pain point for me because I have tried every platform out there. Now I use Flowdesk a new platform that is changing the email marketing game. I could tell you a thousand reasons why I'm obsessed with Flowdesk, but you'll have to see for yourself. You will fall in love with the beautiful templates, easy to use interface and having unlimited everything. That's right. If you get on board right now, you get unlimited subscribers, emails, workflows and forms For life. And the best part, if you enter code Haley, you get all of this for only $19 a month. Again, for life. Seriously, just enter code H-A-Y-L-E-Y and you'll lock in a $19 a month subscription for an unlimited amount of everything Flowdesk has to offer for life. That's an unbeatable deal for your business and your peace of mind. 2020 is the year to change your email marketing. So head to Flowdesk, enter code Haley, and make it your best year in business yet. Welcome back to another episode of the Females on Fire podcast. I am so excited. I feel like I say that every week, but uh, today's guest is amazing. She is just so incredible, and I am so excited to be chatting with her all about video content, but this is not your regular video content tips. You guys are going to love this. So I am chatting with Kelsey Moore, and she is an actress and an on-camera expert for purpose-driven entrepreneurs. She helps them craft their unique message in a way that creates a powerful and authentic connection to their audience through video so that they can stand out from the crowd and become a magnetic brand. And this is what I love so much about Kelsey. Everything she coaches stems from a personal development perspective to help her clients become more natural, comfortable, charismatic, and confident in front of the lens to make the impact they desire and finally enjoy doing video. And this is what I absolutely love about her and exactly what we are talking about today. We are gonna be talking all about how to use storytelling in your video content, how to get more comfortable on camera, and those couple of mindset shifts that you really need to make before you start recording so that you're comfortable with video, you love doing it, and it is making a bigger impact to your audience. Kelsey is absolutely phenomenal. She's got such a great personality, and I just know you guys are going to love her and love
1: all of her advice.
0: Hi, Kelsey. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes,
0: definitely excited to have you. I love your bubbly personality. So I'm <laughs> excited to get started. But before we dive into our conversation for today, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do and how you got into that line of work.
1: Um, okay, so I love I thank you for recognizing my bubbly personality, actually. I really love that. <laughs> uh because there was a long time when I I I kind of went from extreme of being like feeling safe in being a happy, bubbly, outgoing person, um, either, you know, digitally or uh, live in person. And then I went through a couple of years where I became super, super, just really jaded and cynical and angry and hurt. And that was kind of what started my whole path down this entrepreneurial journey, which, um, so in college, I was very much my, like, outgoing, gregarious, you know, happy self who was just like passionate about everything and excited to share and talk about it and engage with people. And I love people. And as an anthropologist, and so I loved studying, you know, people throughout all time in different cultures and just thought it was fascinating and wanted to like adventure and explore and take in as much life as I could. And part of that passion led me to, uh, I, I well, I also graduated college during the massive recession that we went through, you know, in the U.S., where it was, there was very limited jobs, and so I was started going out for these interviews, and um, they would be for really, really dull, like corporate office job things. And then I had this one job interview for a position as a teacher in a correctional facility, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> like that's that caught my attention and i had actually volunteered with this company during college so i was kind of familiar with it so that's the job i took so that's the the path and direction for career that i went right away out of college and let me tell you that sucked the bubbliness right out of me and really brought me down for about 3 3 to 4 years down this path and this journey of becoming really really angry and super depressed and i put up so many walls and i wouldn't i didn't know how to be my genuine self anymore i didn't know how to see or feel light anymore honestly it was such a such a depressing experience and what happened was i really i had this one night where i had a client come into my office where i had moved from the position of being a teacher in this correctional facility to a case manager and I was running the lives of about 25 adult male felons. And I had this client come in. He was about a 300-pound man. And he burst into my office just completely belligerent and just shaking visibly. His face was completely red. And he, he puts his hand on my giant like walnut oak, whatever, sturdy wood desk and starts shaking it. And I'm, the doors behind him and a window behind me up on the third story. And I just feel super trapped and freaked out and... And he just starts screaming at me about how everything wrong in his life is my fault. And I'm not, um, how he should be out of this facility. He shouldn't still be here. Uh, he had been incarcerated for 27 years. And so his, his mental stability was very much in question. And the, the office downstairs had messed up his medications. And so we had a lot, we had to sort through and work through and deescalate the situation, but it really triggered an awareness in me of I can no longer choose this life. Like why is this why is this my life? Why is this happening? I don't like it. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't even recognize the person that I am. I physically I had gained like 50 pounds. I I was miserable. I was sick all the time. I everything it was this, we were even in this old tuberculosis hospital. Like it was a very dramatic gross place that had asbestos in the ceilings and a leaky window and it was it was just such a terrible environment. And I was like, I'm I'm choosing to be here. I don't I don't need I don't need to be doing this. So I sat down and I just started this was before I had ever heard of anything with personal development. I didn't know what that was. I had no concept of that. I didn't know what podcasts were at the time and this was years ago. I had no idea what meditation was or mindfulness. And I sat there and I started writing a list of things that made me happy. And I just became determined to start doing more of the things that made me happy. And within six months, I was out of that job into a new one at a bright, clean facility that didn't have sex offenders and didn't have arson arsonists. So it was a better, a better clientele, I guess. And, uh, it, that next step helped me realize that I wanted to be out of that career field altogether. But this pivotal night, this change was so important because it made me reprioritize my health and maybe reprioritize travel. I started planning trips again and it reprioritized my love of acting. Like I I used to love making films with my friends. I, I wanted to be an actor in college, but I was like, there's no way that could be a real job. I can't take that seriously. So, I mean, I went with anthropology. How, how much more stable is that? I don't know. But it's, it, it, I had shut off that part of me that loved playing, that loved exploring and telling stories and going on adventures. I'd shut that down so hard that it just was screaming at me to come back out so i started googling like how do i become an actor Uh, i live in denver this is a very tertiary market is there even acting here how do i how do i get started how do i learn how do i study this and just jumped full in and within two weeks i went to an audition for an independent film and i booked the lead role and suddenly I was like, suddenly everything in my world shifted where every single weekend I was filming, I lost the 50 pounds. I started taking professional acting classes. I, it just keeps evolving and momentum builds and then represented in two States and then booking on multiple, you know, commercials and now in industrials and tons of independent films and film festivals And now currently consistently auditioning for network and Netflix shows. And the way that these decisions can completely change our lives is remarkable, but we have to make that determination and that commitment, and you'll see the momentum in your life to start making these shifts just becomes easier and easier, so sort of the reason why I share all that with you is people often talk to me and see that I'm a camera coach for entrepreneurs, and they're like, oh, well, obviously, like, it, you're, you're just so outgoing, and you have this personality. It must be really easy for you to just hop on camera and just share these videos. I'm like, you don't... <laughs> No, (laughs) like, you don't, you don't really know the small shell of a person that I was, that I had uh, had to recreate, you know, our life, I don't think is about finding ourselves. I think our life is about creating ourselves and doing so through choice. And, and what was so amazing about going down this path was it started every single step. That was that was hard and challenging and painful to move through to that next level, to that next step of growth, brought me to the next thing of like this beautiful experience this beautiful clarity that led me to a massive personal development journey that led me to discovering entrepreneurism, that led me to discovering what it means to build a digital business online and taught me video marketing. And over the last, you know, three years now, I started my company, Be Marvelous You as a personal development company. Um, my first course is the Empowered Life Formula, because I want to teach people how to really step into this version of themselves that they see, that they love, that they desire, that they design. And what happened was I was building up this company and all of you know this insight and this development of the mind and growth mindset and how we can choose our lives while building up my acting career. And about nine months ago, I had this just aha moment, you know, that next step, that next growth phase level, where it was such a clear, powerful moment of, I have to help these entrepreneurs who are going through the business stuff that I am, who are working on the personal development, who believe in themselves and are working on themselves and are working on their message and their mission, I have to help them become great on video, on camera. They have to feel good about it because that will one, deepen their sense of self love, and two, that's going to massively impact their business and make a transformation in the way that they see themselves and the way that their audience sees them and the way that they're able to show up for their audience. So, I've finally merged the two of these these parts of my soul, of my heart and my work and my business that I've done where I'm now coaching entrepreneurs how to become and feel great on camera. Wow. That is (laughs) that was a long story. No, it was
0: great. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, ah, just hit me like right in the feels, man. Oh my gosh, like hit my heart (laughs) so hard. Oh, uh, yay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like everything that you went through, that's just crazy to think about. But this is why I, I, this is what I love about podcasting most of all. I love, you know, getting to sit down and share tips about video and tips about social media and, you know, marketing and all of these kinds of business things. But I just really, really love getting to sit down with incredible women who have gone through something hard or who have, made a huge transition in their life or who have built an incredible company out of nothing yeah. and just getting to hear their stories of how they did it because they're all so different and it's, you know, you never feel like you're hearing the same story. Everybody has yeah. such a different journey to get where they are, even, in businesses that are maybe similar to like somebody else that we've interviewed, the stories to get there are so different, mm-hmm. and so that's what I love—just love about podcasting and and love getting to hear these stories. But oh my gosh, like you just, uh like my head is spinning <laughs> from everything that you went through. But you know, kudos to you because that's—it's not easy, first of all, to you know, not really know a hundred percent what it is that you want to do, and then step into something that's let's face it, kind of scary. I mean, working in a correctional facility, oh, yeah. that's not an easy choice for some the <laughs> people. So, but then kudos to you, especially for knowing when it was time for you to get out of it. Yeah. And I, I feel like so many people get stuck in a job or a career or an industry where th- they feel like, oh, well, I've built my entire career on this or this is the only thing that I know or you know, this is the only thing that's stable for me. And so they just stay stuck. And I'm, I always love hearing these entrepreneurs who are like, oh, well I was stuck. And that's how I started my business because yes. I didn't <laughs> want to be stuck anymore. And I love that. That There's so much like power in that. And I, I can, I could sit there and talk about that all day. So I won't, but, but <sighs> kudos to you because I think that was, that's just such an incredible story. And oh my gosh, like, I'm mean, just look at the business that you've built and the the success that you've had. and. And merging like, you know, video content and personal development and and all it's just so cool. I'm I'm excited about it because I love it. It's awesome.
1: Thank you. I really, really do appreciate that. And like that's actually a huge part of what I teach my clients. There's two things you said in there that really jumped out to me. And I I just I would love to touch on them real quickly. Yes, go. Uh, I think the concept of always been. Things have always been this way. This is the job I've always done. That, that concept of always, you know, that consistency in the past is one of the biggest lies that we can possibly tell ourselves to stop us from creating and designing the future. Absolutely. And I I, I think using that as, as a catapult instead of something that will hold us back of, you know, I've just always been this way. And this is, I mean, this is with everything in life, right? Like this is how we feel about ourselves this is our bodies, this is our relationships, this is our families, this is our careers where it's always been. So therefore it must always continue to be. That is such a lie. We can look at that history. We can look at that past. We can learn from it. We can choose again. We can see it, acknowledge it and choose again. We can choose differently. Mm, and I, I feel them. so passionately about that.
0: Yes. yes. <laughs> it, it's so funny too, that we say this and this is just, you know, call it fate, call it whatever you want. But literally I I was scrolling Instagram this morning and saw a post that was like the most dangerous phrase you can say is this is the way we've always done it. Oh yes. And that, was so <gasps> that was literally this morning. That oh. was so, literally this morning. It's crazy <laughs> that we're up. having this conversation now because that's <laughs> so true. Like you, mm-hmm. you can't just keep doing everything the way that you've always done it. It's not going to work.
1: Nope. Yeah. No, I, what got you there is not what's going to get you to your next level. It's not what's going to get you to the future. Yes. You know, operating from that same way of thinking and behaviors and sense of who you are and your identity, that's not going to take you to that next level, to the version of you that you actually want to be, but it is challenging to change your identity. (laughs) It takes work. Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah. You know, but it's like, that's the stuff that's worth it. And I just, I get, and I get so impassioned about doing it specifically through video because it is one of the ways that actually creates, creates result visibly, tangibly um, in in the physical 3D world that we live in, you know, I think so often we, uh, we can visualize or think something up, up in our minds and very ethereal and in a very uh, up in air space and not bringing it down to the reality of the world and video makes you, it, it, it's even more so I think I feel than writing. And I love writing. I love the power of the written word. It's so amazing. But now in today's current day and age, we can kind of hide behind words and writing where we can feel it's like it's maybe a little safer because it's not our face. If you really want to start making massive tangible shifts, putting your face, your voice, your energy, your spirit on a camera, speaking out your truth, that will create massively fast shifts for the way that you see yourself, the way you feel about yourself and the way that others can then see you and perceive you and feel you and receive you.
0: Mm, I love it. I love how passionate you're getting. You can hear it in your voice. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Uh, Oh God. So many things surrounding this that we could, so many different avenues we could like dive into here. This is (laughs) awesome. I love it. But yeah, I, I, I think too, You know, video content and video marketing is getting huge. I mean, it's, it's ridiculously huge right now. And I think that's absolutely why everything you just touched on is exactly why it's such a big thing because it's so much more personal. It's so much more realistic. It's so much, I mean, you know, instead of envisioning, like you said, you know, painting a picture in your mind when you're reading something, being able to see somebody's face and hear their voice and make that kind of connection, it makes us feel like we know them. Yes. I know, you know, I have tons of mentors who like don't even know who I am, but I, I listen to their podcast and I watch their videos and I do all this stuff that, you know, in conversation, I probably talk about them as if I know them personally. Yes. I as, feel as like I do. Same. Yep. Yeah. And so I think that's why video makes such a bigger impact mm-hmm. than you know just photos and writing and and all of those other avenues and not to say like you said that those things aren't great I'm, yeah I'm huge on writing. I love you know blogging and I love writing and I love books and and all of those things, but I think you're right that video is just so much more powerful and so much more impactful for that reason
1: it shortens it shortens the friendship curve it just yeah. helps you get there faster uh, it helps you identify for for you, if that person is is a fit, <laughs> you know, if they're somebody that you you love their energy, it helps you make that decision quicker, uh, which in marketing is important.
0: Definitely, definitely mm-hmm. true.
1: So, what's
0: your advice for how to kind of blend your personality with video content? What's your advice mm-hmm. for like storytelling? Because I know you talk a lot about like how storytelling is so important on video. So how would you use that for a business? I know a lot of our listeners kind of have problems with video content because you know, they're being told like, Oh, it's your face and it's your voice and it's your personality and you need to put your unique flair on it. But they're talking about like business related topics. So how do you blend the two? Yes.
1: Oh man. Okay. We can talk about this forever. So I'll try try to keep it consistent. Um, so this is super important and I love this and I love that we're talking about it because you are the lead of your own story. You are, if your if your life, if your business is a movie, you're the hero of the story. We are following along on your journey. And so this is kind of talking about, you know, earlier when you mentioned that you can even have two people on here talking about video marketing, but we're extremely different because um, you know the journeys that we've been through that have brought us to this point are incredibly different. It changes our paradigm, changes the way we see things, the way we feel about things, the way that we approach things, even though some of the technical aspects are probably, and hopefully should be fairly similar of type in these, you know, keywords, do this Google keyword research for your hashtags to help your videos rank. Like, you know, whatever, post this consistently on these platforms. Anybody can tell you, or you can Google, you know, how many minutes a video should be on which different platforms like that. That's the basic stuff. But it's like, where's the heart and the feel and the passion? It's going to be different just based on that person's journey. And that's what creates that natural polarization where there's going to be people that hear an individual's story, what they've been through and how they handled it and how they moved through it. They watch that person's movie, essentially, right? They watch their movie and they decide either this person's for me or they're not. And that is going to be what creates that, that attraction marketing. That's the magnetic marketing where you showing up and sharing your actual journey is going to make, is going to make your audience know you, like you, trust you, which are the three key factors we need for marketing and, or not, you know, or they're like, ah, that's cool. Like, I I appreciate your story. I love what you've been through. I, you're just, our personalities don't quite vibe; Like it's just not quite a right fit, which is fantastic because then the people that stay and stick around, they're your raving fans. They're the people that actually want to be around you and they want to buy from you. They want to be in your world and your energy. They want to be closer to you. I just had a client, a lovely, lovely woman who just DM'd me and she was like, I'm so excited. I was now finally able to buy one of your products because I feel closer. She said, I love having a login to, to access more of you. And I thought that is so amazing because there's resonance there, there's connection there. And that's so powerful and so beautiful. So, um, like I have one client who, who sells health supplements and how common is that, right? (laughs) How how many entrepreneurs out there are selling some form of a health supplement? A lot, (laughs) you know, and the thing that sets her apart is not necessarily going to be talking about how her how her vitamin is I, I don't know really effective. She feels like she has more energy. You know, I want specifics about that because a bunch of people can go on there and say, Oh, I feel like I have more energy. Well, that's not visual. I don't really know what that means. But if she's saying, I have five kids and in the in the mornings, I used to need to drink an entire pot of coffee, and these are her words. I used to need to drink an entire pot of coffee to help get us all moving throughout the door. It was chaotic. We were running around. It was loud. There were screaming. It was like everybody forgot their socks. Everybody's sticky. There's all these things happening. It was like chaos every single day. She goes, I start taking the supplements. And my energy levels and my focus have sharpened so much. I don't need coffee anymore. Everybody is calm and in line because I help set the stage. I feel more focused and in control, and I have the energy to be able to cope and run this household of these five kids and get us out the door in 10 minutes. Like that, her showing her face and her personality on camera telling that story. I mean, think about how much more impactful that's going to be. That's storytelling on video versus just being like, "This is such a great supplement. It helps with gut health. It helps with brain health. You should give it a try." You like? Do you see the difference there?
0: Definitely. Oh my gosh, that even resonated with me, and I'm not a mom of five kids, mm-hmm. so like, <laughs> yeah, so I can't imagine what it does for her actual, you know, ideal customer. Like, I, I think, I think that's huge. That that connection that you keep talking about we Mm -hmm. all want that. And think about, you know, the bigger brands that you buy from or the stores that you like frequently love to shop at. There's a reason that you choose those brands and those stores. It, it, you know, I mean, think about like shoes, you know, if you go to buy some tennis shoes, You've got like Nike and Adidas and like let's face it, they're all the same. Like they're all the same. And I know there's people listening right now that are like, oh my God, they're They're not the same. They (laughs) are. They're all tennis shoes. They all have Mm -hmm. that like traction on the bottom. They all have the memory foam insoles. And, you know, and they look fairly similar. Right. Similar (laughs) designs. But there's a reason that you choose one over the other. And mm-hmm. you know, you, you can sit there and argue that it's design or comfort or this or whatever, but it's not, it's something that attracts you to the brand. It's very mm-hmm. much like, you know, I love to shop at Target. Well, Target is more expensive than, you know, like Walmart. For example, Mm -hmm. and sometimes but how do you feel? Yeah, sometimes you can get the same thing at both places. But I walk into Target and I'm like Instagramming it like, look, I'm at Target, look at all the cute stuff that I found at Target. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's Target. That's what you do, you know? And so Mm -hmm. that sort of concept, you've got to be able to apply that to your small business. We think of it when we think of big brands and big companies and these big corporate chains and stores but you've got to apply it to your small business, your customers, your clients, those potential people out there that you want to follow you are also looking for that same reason to buy from you and to talk to you and to connect with you. And everybody's looking for that connection. You know, a a very good friend of mine who was on the show before, she, she always talks a lot about how we weren't meant to do life alone. And it's so Mm. true. We're all you know, wanting to connect with other people in some kind of way. And so I I think that's why being personal with your brand, even if you're very business oriented, even if, you know, I mean, I run a digital marketing company, but you can bet that there's a lot of my personality out there surrounding that digital marketing company. You know what you're getting when you come to work with us as a client, because most of the people we get as clients, they're coming to work with me. You know, Mm -hmm. there's, there's a ton of people that do what our company does, but you're coming to work with me. You feel like you vibe with my personality, with my style, with my way of doing things with something that you've heard me say, because my personality is out there and you've got to do that with every part of your business and be more personal and try to make more of a connection. If you're really going to find the people that you want to find and have them stick around, Mm -hmm. I think easy for us to find those people, but getting them to stick around is an entirely different story.
1: That's, that's exactly right. So they're, they're usually attracted to you because of something in your branding and your marketing. And that's the piece that's showing up with authenticity, right? That's the piece that's showing up with your, with your story, with your experiences, your examples. And then that keeping them around is by you stepping into that role as the guide, right? Where now that they get to see you take them on the journey where they can then put themselves as that hero in their story and they can start making these changes and these improvements because now they've built that trust with you. And now that now they've welcomed themselves into your world, into your energy, into your space, your company, your, your offers, your podcast, right? It's, it's whatever it is that you're offering. They've stepped into that. And now you can be that position of the guide in this journey where you help them achieve the thing that it is that they're looking to achieve, but they wouldn't have been able to get there in the first place into your world. If it hadn't been for, for you showing up as you, as who you actually are with your personality.
0: Yes. And I think that's, that's the biggest piece of it is people are like, Oh, well, why, why should I put my personality into it? Why do I need to you know, show my face. Why do I need to do this? And the fact of the matter is nobody can be you. Right. There's so many companies. I mean, you were just talking about your client that sells health supplements. Like Mm -hmm. there are thousands of those. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many, but they're not buying the health supplement. They're buying your client, Mm -hmm. buying her, and they're buying her personality. And I'm, I'm betting that, a huge portion of her clients, if not all of her clients are probably moms because they relate to that part of her. And so, you know, you've got to find a way to connect with that audience. And I think that's so important. Yeah. Oh, so good. Well, (laughs) it's so powerful. Yeah, And like I said, so we could, we could talk all I know. day. Like literally, <laughs> we could just make this like a series and just talk all day long.
1: Uh, <laughs> About storytelling and your selling, you guys. Yeah. Storytelling or st- story showing, you know, use vivid examples and specific. Oh, this is key tip for you. Like bonus tip. Be as specific as possible. So like like her story about five kids in the morning, what, what it was like, you know, touch on the different senses of sound, of smell. Like it was sticky. It was loud. We were fast. It was chaos. It was hurried, right? All of these, it's very descriptive. So infuse the senses into your stories. That's going to make it extremely relatable. Like Haley, like what you said, you don't even have kids and you felt like you could see yourself in that story. Yeah. Like you resonated with it. Absolutely. Be specific. Yes.
0: Yeah. I love that. Oh, love that so much. Very good tip. Very good little bonus tip. Well, how do you, you know, just really quickly before we like close this out, can you just touch on how to get comfortable on camera? Because I know, you know, there's a lot of our listeners, especially and people in this community who they get it, they understand why they need to do it. They want to do it. They understand that it builds that connection, but it you know, there's this fear surrounding putting your face on video. So what's your, what's your advice? What are your tips for becoming a little bit more comfortable? And I know, you know, at some point you just have to, you have to do it. You just have to practice and do it over and over and and whatever. But, but do you have some advice for making a, a little more comfortable, you know, in the beginning stages
1: Yes. So this is obviously something that we go into in great detail in my Captivate on Camera program because there are so many levels and layers and types of fears that come up. And so we'll usually work through one of them and then they're like, oh, oh, that wasn't actually it. That's, I just thought it was my concern <laughs> about having to do my makeup before getting on camera. It's like, that wasn't really the fear. <laughs> so, um, so we definitely worked through a lot of those things. And I want to touch on two things here real quick. Uh, a tip for getting comfortable fast. And then um, real, real fast, I wanted to mention practice. Sometimes when we are given the advice of, you know, just go practice, the just go do it, that, you know, Nike slogan, just do it is fantastic because it gets us over the hurdle of this is impossible because now it teaches our brain. It is possible. But if it's something that we haven't addressed the internal fears over, we're just going to keep practicing and reinforcing the negative feelings associated with it Mm. and the the lack of skill (laughs) that goes with it. So then we're not really necessarily improving. So you might be practicing, but you're really resentful about practicing. It doesn't feel good. You get angry about it. And then it's just, I do video, but I just hate it. And then that's the energy that comes across. And then it's just not very good. And then therefore not making the impact that it's supposed to. That's the whole point of getting out there in the first place. So I am cautious with that advice of, of, you know, just keep practicing, just keep doing it because we want to build up a process. So this is the get comfortable fast piece of it, where build a process for yourself around filming, where you have a ritual that you do before or during and after. Uh, So, so a quick tip for this is before you start filming dance, you know, if you like move your body, do some sort of physical movement, stretch, do some yoga, do some breath work, just do a literal movement of your body in some way, shape, or form. It will get you out of your head. It will get you more reconnected to your body, uh, to your breath, to your thoughts. It will get everything moving and it will take you out of the judgment of this. I need to be still and every hair needs to be perfectly in place. It will, it will actually help pull you out of that state of mind, which will make you way more comfortable, way more relaxed, and way more authentic and flowing and genuine. And then the second piece to this is have something you do after have some sort of celebratory practice after where, you know, I, I had a client and I was like, what's your, what's your celebration going to be tonight? She's like, champagne. It's like, yes, I love it. That's great. Finished a video, go have a glass of champagne, but it can be, you know, same thing. It can be a dance party. It can be go to a yoga class. It can be okay. Um, you know, not in the like, I have to finish my homework first before I get to have the thing that I want. You know, I don't believe in operating in that mindset, but I do believe in celebrating the wins. So find what are the things that celebrate uh, in your soul. What are the things that can make you feel happy and create positive association? Because it is a win to even just go on and do the video, to do the thing, do the homework that you were assigned. So we just want to celebrate that.
0: I love that. Ah, oh, I love that so much. These are such good tips. Oh my gosh, and you don't. Know, That really is a good point about you can practice too much because I I think you're right. I think there's this kind of fine line between, well, you can sit around and you can wait all day trying to make it perfect or you can go out and do it. But then there's also that same fine line between when you go out and do it, you can, you can kind of overdo it. You can practice too much and mm-hmm. and get to that place where it's not fun anymore and i i truly believe that business should be fun if you don't like doing yes. it don't and you know i get a lot of crap for that sometimes from people about well i have to check my email i have to do this and i have, no you don't you can outsource that stuff so mm-hmm. i you know i'm i'm very big on and and not that it has to be fun all the time i'm not like super naive There are parts of my business that I don't enjoy doing very much. There are parts of my business that some days I love it and some days I don't. But Mm -hmm. I do believe that overall business should be fun. And if video content is going to be a really big component of your business, which, you know, it should be, um, Mm -hmm. especially like the society we live in now, it absolutely should be. But if it's going to be, then you need to find a way to love it. And finding a way to love it means finding what works for you. And if that's not, you know, full blowout and makeup and perfect lighting in front of the same wall every time with a wall that you spent hundreds of dollars to make look pretty and Mm -hmm. and perfectly still in a chair, then, then don't do that. Right. You know, it's, I, I don't think there's any one way to do anything correctly. So you've got to find like that way that works for you. And, you know, I feel like you mentioned that about, it doesn't all have to be like perfect and posed and, and all of Mm -hmm. that. So you need to like, you know, get out of your head about it. I, I feel like people are going to connect more with the, the videos that aren't as posed and perfect. I was just talking with a friend the other day about video content and we were literally just talking about her posting videos on Instagram and she's like, well, I have a baby though. And I just, you know, like, I, I don't want to do it when he's sitting here playing because I I feel like that'd be weird. And I'm like, but your audience is like mostly moms. Like they would totally get it. Like (laughs) yeah, they would appreciate it. It would feel more real to them. And so, Mm -hmm. and and now those, you know, those videos are, are going to be a big deal for her. So, you know, I think finding, what works for you and what's going to make you happy doing it exactly you can blend those things then it gets a whole lot easier to make it happen
1: yep that's exactly right and I think, you know we can do hard things like we can do the things that scare us you know it's it's taking the action through that fear to help expand what becomes comfortable for us is what growth is and so it's It's learning how to invite the scary hard thing into our comfort zone where we're stretching that and expanding that and growing into it. And that's where having guidance and support and accountability and help and and building a community and having a mentor around that are, are going to make it feel so much better and so much easier and so much more doable and possible. And that's where we lean on things like our resources. And those are courses and programs and coaches and all the things where it's like, you know, I don't know how to do this aspect of my business in a way that's, that's consistent and feasible. And so I'm going to be accountable to it, right? And that's where we can reach out and get help for it, where now we can build in these processes where it's realistic for it to become a fun and joyful thing for us to actually make it effective.
0: Yes, very, very true. So true. Oh, this has been so good. I feel like I said I feel like we could really talk about this forever because there's so many different little pieces and and divots of this, mm-hmm. this that we could dive into. So who knows? Maybe we'll have to have you back on the show sometime to awesome to, to continue <laughs> this. But ah, uh, but this has been so good. I think I think you shared just some really great insights about number one, how to use storytelling in your video and why that's so important and and how to make it more you know personal to you and connect with your audience and then two just how to get comfortable on camera and i mean both of those things are are a, a you know a big problem for a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of business owners and even a lot of our listeners so I'm just, I'm super excited about sharing this conversation with them. It's so good. Yay. I'm so glad.
1: Yay. Well, I get very passionate about it. Yes. <laughs> so you I'm can hear excited. it
0: in your voice. And I, I love people that you can hear their passion with, you know, without even having to look at their face. So right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, since it's the end of the episode, let's dive into the lightning round. Okay. Ooh. All right. First and foremost, what does your morning routine look like?
1: Uh, uh my morning routine is i i set like three alarms and i always snooze so <laughs> I, I i know there's so many people that are like you can't do that be the no, finally like, oh my gosh <laughs> finally somebody like me <laughs> i like i don't believe there's one way to be successful and i like i i set my alarm at you know maybe 7:30 because i like getting up at 8 and so it's it's like I just I know that about myself and it feels really good. And then I get to sit there and Leo my my little cockapoo always snuggles right between my husband and I and so I like I get to sit there in the morning and like snuggle with him for a little bit and it makes me really happy. And I have the you know blinds on our window open just a little bit so I can just kind of experience the sunlight in a nice relaxed way and I really love it. So it's it's actually a really like joyful half hour for me to just kind of lay in bed and snooze and not quite get up yet.
0: <laughs> I think you're my new best friend. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know,
0: everybody always has these really productive morning routines, and and I'm over here <laughs> like, okay, I hit snooze four times, and then I mm-hmm. lay there and just like stare outside the window while I lay yeah. in bed for ten minutes, and then I get up and mess with my phone, and that's pretty much my whole morning routine, and. <laughs> Every, yeah, everybody else everybody else is like here's my coffee and my tea and my yoga and my meditation, and my <laughs> meditation I mean I get sudden. there <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like well that happens for me like an hour after I get
1: up but mm-hmm. you know. well that's exactly it though I so yes because so then I get to have that time like laying there petting Leo like feeling his fur um feeling how comfortable the blanket feels on my body seeing how beautiful the light is coming through the window that, that helps me have a great morning. Um, and I like laying there for, you know, 10, 20 minutes experiencing that. And then I love, and I know a lot of people get mad about this too. I love grabbing my phone and clearing out all the junk. And then I get to see a couple of things on there. where I'm like, Oh good. Okay. This person emailed me back. I'll respond to that later during my, like, you know, late morning or afternoon email time that I set for myself. And, and I know, I know a lot of people think like, well, that's starting your day reactive instead of proactive. And I'm like, I, I personally, at this time in my life right now where I'm at, I like having that little idea of what's, of what's to come or like what I need to do later.
0: Yes. I love it. Plus I
1: don't want all those notifications on my no. phone. Like, I just want them gone want it
0: out. Yeah. Clean, stay, clean slate by the time I get into the office.
1: Yes. Yeah. So it's like, by the time it's work time, like I, I'm not going to look at my phone and see 75 little bell notifications. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been like three. Yes. <laughs> Soulmates. I'm telling
0: you. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> yes. oh, I love it. All right. So, so anybody else like us, you
0: have permission to be who you are. We're here for you. We're starting <laughs> a hub. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I love it. Oh my gosh. All right. Moving on um, to question two. Okay. What is the last book that you
1: read? Oh, um, okay. So I'm, I'm one of those people that usually reads like three books at a time.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) But I, the last book I, I like fully finished. It was so captivating. I, it actually really took my full attention was Thirst by Scott Harrison.
0: Mm, I haven't heard of that one.
1: Oh, good. Um, it's about, it's about the organization Charity Water. Okay, And it's a biography and it sounds like that would be boring. I mean, honestly, like this I get it, <laughs> but it's not, it's so good. I like, I couldn't put it down. I'll have to it's, look into that amazing.
0: one. It sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check that one out. All right. What is one recommendation that you give to everybody? So this can be like a service you love using or a product that you're obsessed with or whatever you want, but just something that you recommend that everybody has to have.
1: mm. I, I, oh my God! There's so many. Okay, <laughs> one, take care of your health. Two, use kajabi. <laughs> Get on video. Use yes, kajabi.
0: I love
1: it. I, I think if you're if you're running a full fledged business with an online course, a membership site, funnels like landing pages, sales pages, a website, uh, email campaigns, it is. It. Is, I am. I talk about it in my videos all the time. I'm so passionate about it. I absolutely love that platform. I recommend it to everybody.
0: Awesome. Very good recommendation. Love it. Love it. Love it. Mm. All right. Last question. What is the best piece of advice that you have ever been given?
1: Ooh. Uh uh, question everything. Hmm. I
0: like that. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's, question everything. That's really good. Short and sweet, but so yep. good.
1: Oh. So damn powerful. Yes, I love <laughs> yeah.
0: it. I love it. All right. Well, tell everybody where they can find you, Kelsey. So, what's your website? Your social? All things.
1: Awesome. So, the place I hang out the most is Instagram, and that's just at Kelsey underscore More. Yes, my name is spelled funny, so make sure you spell Kelsey right. But come find me on there, please. Come say hi. DM me. Let me know you listened to this episode. Uh, I I want to meet you. Come introduce yourself.
0: Yes. I love it. And we will link your website and social and everything in the show notes. So you guys listening, make sure you go connect with Kelsey because in case you haven't noticed, she's amazing and bubbly and so much fun (laughs) and you're just going to love her. So Kelsey. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for just coming on and sharing and being so like open and vulnerable and just truly authentic in you know, this topic and talking about video and storytelling and, and all of these tips and advice that you gave. I just, I think it's so, so powerful. And I'm just so excited that, that we got to connect and that I get to share you with this amazing community. And oh, I'm just so excited about this whole message.
1: Oh, uh, same, same. This is one of, I think this is one of my favorite interviews I've done. Like this was so much fun.
0: Well, ladies, that's it for this time. But don't forget to head over to the show notes to grab special bonus content from our guests. I'd love if you could show your support for the show. So if you have just a minute, leave a five-star review about how much you love this podcast. Then head over to femalesonfirepodcast.com and grab your Females on Fire apparel. Get a t-shirt, hat, and more because it all goes to fund the podcast. And don't forget to show off your new swag to all your friends on social media and tag me at Females on Fire and at Haley Luckadoo. I'll be back next week with another great show for you. But until then, keep reaching for those dreams that set your soul on fire.